Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Uh, great evening, great evening, everyone. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, and I host Wealth Academy Podcast. Glad that you could be with us. Now, you all know that our mantra is wealth is more than just money. And tonight is a prime example of it because we have a tremendous guest by the name of Bishop Kevin Richardson. Bishop Richardson, how are you doing this evening, my friend? Paul, I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. All right. Fantastic. And the reason why he's here is he's going to help us to better understand what it takes to go through these challenges that we're all confronted with every day. And we're going to get into that later. But he's going to also look at this topic, walking by faith and not by sight. To me, this means everything because of some of the conditions taking place in our country, this pandemic and other things that are in the works. So uh, we're glad to be with you this evening and we're ready to get started. So Bishop Richardson, yes, it's sir. glad to have you here. We're gonna let the people know that uh, you and I work together. We serve together in the Air Force and the National Guard Bureau oh. and we just uh, enjoyed ourselves doing so. Absolutely, it, it was a great pleasure, a great privilege and as well as a, a great honor uh, one to serve our country, to serve along one side one another, and 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 to 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 see how how we were blessed even in those circ situations and 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 in that life that we served, uh, we shared serving our country. Absolutely, we sure were. We had a couple of wars going on there, some yes, conflicts yes, working out of the Pentagon. And uh, woo, it was quite quite the experience. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. So I want to ask you, and mm -hmm. I want to share this with our viewers and our listeners, but mm -hmm. we know that when we walk with God, like you do as a bishop, what was the inspiration for you for this happening in your life? It's different for everyone, but specifically for you, please share that with our viewers and our listeners. I, I believe for me, it was April 1968. Oh. I was a young child then. Uh -huh. um, and uh, being that this month, February is African-American History Month, exactly. it's the, the symmetry of it is, is, is timely. Uh, April 1968, for those who don't know, was, I believe it's April the 6th, uh, okay. Dr. Martin Luther King was okay. slain in Memphis, Tennessee at the Lorraine Motel. I was a young child. We were out in the street playing, and matter of fact, right when uh, the news was getting ready to be broadcast. Uh, yeah. We were children were out in the street playing. For some reason, I ran in the house because we could hear people screaming sure. and growing up in the type of environments. I grew up in the city of Washington, D.C. at that time. Uh -huh. I ran in the house and I saw Walter Conkright making. Yeah, he was the main yes, commentator. He, yeah. he was the voice to be trusted. And when he had said the hour and the moment that the 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 assassination had taken place. Right. 
we heard this big crash, an accident had happened in our, our community. And as we ran to see the accident, we looked over the horizon of the hill that where we live and we started to see orange glows. Yes. And because of those orange glows, we did realize that our city was under a riot condition. Uh, somebody might ask, what does that have to do? Well, the thing was for me, it, it put fear in a lot of us, but then I went back to the, the, the focus of the riot, and it was Martin Luther King. Yes. Who was he? What was he about? What did he really stand for? And when I read a lot of material, which you can see behind me, I have a lot of his books, but when I searched deep about not the person who was leading the civil rights movement, sure. but what it was it that led him to lead the civil rights movement, exactly. I saw his spiritual focus. And something inside of me leapt and said, I want that in my life. Yes. Uh, many years later, by the time I came to high school, I came to an awakening. And from that point to even up to this point now, the, 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 the reality of it became more uh, became more clearer for me. Yes. Uh, by the yes. time I was joining the military, matter of fact, just prior to joining the military, I announced my call into the gospel ministry. And the rest, they would say, is history. <laughs> now, that is so interesting. But yes. as you stated, uh, Dr. King, the Dr. King moment was a big one in the in the universally, globally. Yes. yes. Everybody yes. knew Dr. King. They admired him. Uh -huh. uh, he inspired them. He had movements to take place today because of him. Sure. And, and uh, he was quite, quite a man. And a lot of people, I don't think they they really understand the totality of him. No. You know, he was he was br very brilliant and and um he followed in his father's footstep and now his son is following in his footsteps and as we see now thank yes. yeah yeah so i i can see how that came but but just like you i saw the same thing because really? i remember when it was announced that he had been assassinated mm -hmm. there was fire again not mm -hmm. far from where i was at okay the same thing happened people were just angry Yes. And, and because they knew it shouldn't have happened. That's, mm -hmm. why. True. That's why. Yeah, he, he, he really represented uh, uh, himself well, his family. And uh, I met, I got introduced to his wife uh, in 2001, 2001, uh, here at the Congressional Black Caucus at the convention oh. center in the old Washington convention. So I got Absolutely. introduced to her. And mm -hmm. then a few years later, I, I, I interviewed their daughter, uh, Bernice King. Bernice King, King yes. On my, talk radio show. So for me, that kind of like full circle. And I had uh, lived in Atlanta. Good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we just wanted to get that out there. It's Black History Month. And, yeah. you know, we wanted to get it out there. So Bishop Richardson, let's talk a little bit about you being the founding pastor of Hope Fellowship Church here in Maryland. Yes. Um, talk to us about how that all began, how that spirit of God all began, and then how are people adjusting to this pandemic mm -hmm. and, and the uh, pivots that they're making as a result of this? Uh, believe it or not, eight years ago, um, mm -hmm. several individuals came to me who I had come to know and come to share a lot with in the faith, uh -huh. uh, looking to establish a church. Uh -huh. And when we came together, believe it or not, March the 26th this year, we will have celebrated our eighth year as a church. Oh, uh, one, one of the tenets of our belief was, one, 
Isaiah 61 speaks from Isaiah the prophecy yes. to which Jesus in the Gospels rereads re it and then states the fulfillment of that prophecy is true. And really it was talking about what not only what the prophecy was saying about who was to come, but it should have been the mission of the church. And that became our, that's been our foundation these past eight years. And I've been grateful for it. We, 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 we're not a large church. We're, we're, we're a young startup church in uh, the city of Suitland, Maryland, right across the, the line from Washington, D.C. Right. Um, since COVID has, 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 has uh, taken place, uh, we, we, we faced a few obstacles, but fortunately for us, Sure. Uh, we managed to 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 lean toward the technology in of social media, even almost just before COVID. I was teaching at a at a local Bible college, mm -hmm. and we were already in the look in in the throes of looking at how do we want to do a not then you call it a virtual a classroom, sure. but we were calling it something else because when I did my master's my my post grad my uh, my graduate studies, if you will, right. uh -huh. uh, that was the way we had to do it. We had to use a certain platform, visual platform. Sure. And so we were looking at trying to make some ways because we knew some members couldn't come out at certain times and certain days. So how would we engage in it? So we were just about to engage in it before COVID struck. Mm -hmm. And when COVID struck and we were forced to shut down by, by governing laws and directives, Mm -hmm. We were already in the throes of it, while many, some, not say many, but uh, some uh, now. were reluctant, well, some were even reluctant to do it. Sure. And realizing that in order to stay connected, this, even the medium like we're using now, these sure. platforms were very necessary. And so our, our, our congregation embraced it. Some have still yet to come by, back because we know they're they're concerned about uh, uh, their pre-existing conditions. And we understand that. Sure. So we, we're trying to use several different platforms to stay connected, stay, you know, stay in constant communication, not just making phone calls only, but using platforms like this and others so that when our, we do our, our weekly uh, mm -hmm. Sunday morning service, as sure. well as our weekly Bible service. Uh, Bible studies, everyone stays connected. Okay. So have you uh, experienced some growth as a result of having the virtual platform? Ironically, virtually, we've experienced a, 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 a unique growth in, in the platform, but also we're doing both. We're doing the hybrid of social and uh, re-entry back into the physical service. Yeah. And That's so we're, we're seeing a little growth in both aspects to which we're grateful and thankful for. We know that one of the greatest challenges is to that of the virtual uh, uh, attendants who sure. are not in our immediate area. So I constantly make the appeal that uh, we would like to stay in constant communication with that, that group by way of staying, you know, email and other communications other than just the platforms we're currently using. Absolutely. So that again, they feel like they are a part of the physical. Yeah, so they're giving them that opportunity to engage. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, person to person is always the best way. Exactly. But given, you know, the situations now, we have to make that adjustment. So sure. um, 
you know, that, that is absolutely awesome. Absolutely mm -hmm. awesome. Now, one of the things, and, and one of the reasons why I wanted to hold this one is because I wanted people to have a great jump start to 2022. Sure. And, and, and what you're providing is outstanding. And when we look at, and we hear these words, uh, to have a personal relationship with God, mm. please share with people why this is so important uh, in their life today and moving into the future, that personal relationship with God. Humanity has an need. Oftentimes, we don't know what that need is to be fulfilled. Sure. Uh, we're living in a time and a culture, not just in the Americas, but I believe globally. We're living in a place in a time where our, 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 we're gravitating to self-gratification. Yes. And, 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 and that can be, you know, that can be made. Yeah. But the problem is it's only limited. Yes. Uh, to have a, a, a true relationship with God, or as I say, first, you must have an encounter. Yes. And having the encounter, you must begin to begin to understand who he is. And our challenge, thank you, because we're talking about the, the topic, walking by faith, not by sight, is right. how do we move? And it's ironic that this timing is clear <laughs> because we just preached this this past Sunday. Uh -huh. We got we to gotta move beyond the five senses of the human uh, capacity, yeah. sight, sound, taste, smell, touch, uh -huh. to understand that the God that we're talking about is not an animate object that can be grabbed hold to by the physical. Exactly. But because of the nature and 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 the, and the being of God, who he is, he's a yes. spirit, which all human souls carry a spirit. Yes. And learning how to walk by faith and not by sight. Yes. That is the challenge to get the human intellect to disconnect. And when I say disconnect, is to really let go and and as 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 some of us may have said in our communions let go and let god exactly exactly <laughs> i totally agree with that yeah. god is spirit powerful yes it's everywhere um, <laughs> and people um, they're looking at, at a distance god is way up there no 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 exactly, exactly. your spirit you got it you got to bring it out you got to mm -hmm. connect with it correct connect absolutely so how can people truly embrace walking by faith and not by sight? You know, we've had a number of suicides that have taken place to remarkable people. Uh, you know, we have some Texas guardmen that didn't want to serve on the border and a mm -hmm. few of them took their lives. Uh, we have a recent uh, mayor here in the uh, Maryland area, DC area, and he went to a park in Virginia and he took his life. We have the Miss USA. Uh, mm -hmm. North Carolina in New York, and she jumps out of the hotel room, right? And, and are the, the building she was in, and we have uh, the mental health issues and the pandemic. So when we walk by faith and not by sight, um, what should we be seeing when that is taking place? We're we're at a time now, and 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 the pandemic is one of many things that help exacerbate the and and magnify the mental health concerns that we have sure among many uh, mm -hmm. um, and and the suicides are happening because in a nutshell just just 
taking all of the theories that even the psychologists and psychiatrists will go through, many people commit suicide because they lack hope. Yes. We live in a world, as I shared earlier, we're looking for something tangible. We're looking for self-gratification. We're looking for affirmation. Yes. But the problem is we don't look for hope. Yes. Uh, I remember you know, in, 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 in the 20, 1920s, when the stock market crashed, many people committed suicide because they lost money. Matter of fact, um, um, the Christmas movie, which is one of my favorite that deals with mental health that no one talks about. It's a wonderful life where uh, uh, the young man, Jimmy Stewart's character, wanted to commit suicide. Right. Yeah. All for $8,000. Yeah. And we live in a world that people will commit suicide because of cyberbullying. People will commit suicide because of trauma, like military and law enforcement. We've seen so much, experienced so much, and we don't speak it. Uh, I just recently posted on a, on my Facebook page a few days ago. Uh -huh. Talk to someone. Yeah. You're not alone. Exactly. Uh, we we've made we've made social oh, excuse me we made uh, uh, this this mental health thing a bad thing. Sure. It's not bad right. until you don't find help. You think there is no hope, but there is hope. Yeah. So in in God to walk by faith and not by sight in the in this capacity. You have to trust, like Proverbs 3, 5, 3, 5 says, you have to trust in God with all your heart. And all your soul. Yeah. And don't lean to just what we think in our intellect. And right. the challenge is when we deal with God, we cannot come to God from an intellectual position. Exactly. Yes. Who knows the mind of God? And that's even written in the scripture where God yeah. even made the, made the question known. Who knows the mind of God? Yeah, that's very and, true. And, and so he wants us to really rely on him. And what's hard for us as adults, sure. we stop doing what children do when we come with the imagination element to say, yeah. I trust you wholeheartedly. Yes. yes. To know that whatever we whatever becomes of us as a relationship, me and God, this is how it's going to be. Uh, we're challenged because again, we 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 are our minds are always competing on how we look to others. Do we fit the mold or the standards of what we believe the standards have been set? And we we don't even we can't even ask to answer the question: Who set the standards? Yeah. And yeah. who standards are we trying to? Who are we trying to impress? Yes, absolutely. Because at yeah. the at the end of the day, <clears throat> when the doors close and the lights off, it's just you. Yes. Yeah. Answer the question about you. Absolutely. I totally agree. And when we look at social media, that's a whole other uh, animal over there. Sure. Sure. And it's not a nice one sometimes no. because no. people, they, they get on there and they troll and uh, do uh, really bad things to other people. Oh, or, you know, yeah. we had the young man um, here in Maryland, I think two weeks ago, he mm -hmm. shot a couple of the students and then the young man who he killed some of his classmates. I believe that might have been Michigan, maybe. Yes, but but there are quite a few things that are taking place that are just not right. But like you said, it's all that aspect of hope, and they can turn to someone and listen. And I can remember growing up, and there would be people, uh, say adults, and and people just say, "Oh, they're crazy." They, they weren't crazy. They just didn't have any help. Absolutely. Yeah, they didn't have any help, and that that exists in the time of Jesus as well. Absolutely, and that's and that's why I'm saying that when you there there are a few characters. If you really look in Scripture, there were some characters who dealt with. 
the same thing, mental same thing. issues in scripture. Absolutely, they sure did. And, and they uh, were in need of hope, hope along with help. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and, and when we don't see hope, we won't seek help. That's very true. Very I, true. I really believe that. If we don't see hope, we don't seek help. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Seek, knock, open? <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Seek, knock, and open. That's right. You got you to gotta go for it. Absolutely. So, uh, Bishop Richardson, uh, no one ever said that the road would be easy in terms of life and its challenges that mm -hmm. it at this time. So we want to go to what we know that's powerful, and that is the word of God. And what does the word of God say that people should do to navigate these life changes? And we know here in the 21st century, it's just a whole different thing going on. Some of the things that are happening didn't even happen when I was a child. And I thought, you know, tough. You know, my parents' generation, you know, theirs are a little bit tougher than mine. Sure. Now my children are going to be faced with some real big challenges just on the, the level of humanity. So let's, what does the word of God say about this and how people can work through this and navigate the 21st century, the early part of it? First thing that the, the, the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy teaches that the older generation needs to teach the younger generation to remember. Yes. Uh, the, those things, those former things. Uh -huh. uh, even in the New Testament, we're taught to set our affections on things above. Yeah, and not beneath. And yeah. not, you know, and, uh -huh. and because of that, again, like we said earlier, because our, our culture and our world has changed, we have allowed ourselves to drift with the culture. Yes. And we've somehow or another inter intertwined the divine with the yes. secular. Yes. And the secular keeps winning out because we have not really spent time with the divine. Exactly. And that's yes. what I really believe. First and foremost, like you, you and you, you you started it with this with the lineup. Our, 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 those, it's, it's incumbent upon persons like you and myself to teach our children and to, while we are yet living, if our children are grown enough, to help our children navigate by teaching their children yes. to understand and realize history sure. along with understanding where God has brought us from and where he's, I believe he's taken us to. Because if we forget it, as, the, as an old proverb goes, Oh, yeah. If you fail to know your history, history. you're doomed to repeat it. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and then when we look at, um, you're looking at from that generational standpoint. Sure. That we had someone in our family who told us things that we really have to do or need to do in mm -hmm. order to survive. And now we have children, we can tell them how to do That's it. Right. And then they tell their children's children uh, how, how to live, which I, I think is really uh, something that we can all look at. And we know that people who are viewing and listening on the archive from all different denominations mm -hmm. of, of worship, you know, houses of worship, and mm -hmm. and uh, it's different for maybe different for them, but the word of God is still the same. Absolutely, it Absolutely. doesn't change. Absolutely. It doesn't change at all. So we want everyone to understand that, and it's all a choice. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Kevin, to me, one of the, the things that I always looked at is the word of God tells us to do the will of God. How do people make this happen in their life? Uh, we're all at different uh, points in our lives, but in terms of doing the will of God, how does one know to do the will of God? Um, 
just like in any other aspect of our lives, when we buy an appliance, we buy an automobile, we buy whatever it is, it comes with a manual or yeah. it comes with instructions. That's a great way to, to, to define it too. <laughs> and until you read the instructions, yes, you will not know how to fully utilize all of the features within yeah. that which you have purchased. And I use the automobile because Sure. Granted, you and I, we're a little older than probably most of the audience. Uh -huh. There was a time we just had to get in the car. We knew how to turn the starter on, right. turn the lights on, wipers on, and uh -huh. roll down the windows. We're gone. We and we're in condition. That's my point. So <laughs> now our cars are so advanced that yeah. now the, 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 the push is for the autonomous vehicle. Yes. But you still need to read the manual, the instructions on how it should function so yes. that you don't bring harm to self or others. Yes. Life is the same way, but until one understands and spend time in the word of God, how do you know how to walk in the ways of God to fulfill the will of God? Yes. Except you read the manual. Okay. There are a lot of people who express their belief in God. Yes. But sometimes you can believe in something. It's just like a sports player. Since my, my favorite team has now just given, been given a new name, you can't play on a team and not know how to play your part. That's true. I can't be a wide receiver playing, playing the part of a linebacker, except I read instructions on how to be a wide receiver. Exactly. You understand? And yeah. so I believe the same way is, is true. There are a lot again. A lot of say a lot of people who who have who say they believe in God, but yeah. how, what do you know about God except you have first the encounter, and you have read and learned how to study what He requires of His people. Yes, I believe it's either in Joel or Amos. I can't quote the uh -huh. book and chapter where yeah. it says we are to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. Absolutely, Absolutely. that is the real will that He has for us. Yeah. And until we understand what it is to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly, it's yeah. not a self-grandizement or it's a self-made agenda, but it's really a God moment that we will, by those principles, fulfill the will of God. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I tell you, it's, it's really something, like you said, when you have that encounter. I had one in 2019. Mm -hmm. I was going to a class preparing for class later on that night, but I went to the grocery store, was driving home and a 81 year old man, he had a minivan on the side of the road parked. He wasn't moving. Mm -hmm. I was going on down the two lane road. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden he's, he put his sped up and he knocked the right rear tire off of my SUV and I flipped over three times. Oh my God. And I tell you, God protected me. He covered me Amen. because there's no way I should have survived that. And I was upside down. When, mm -hmm. when the vehicle all landed and when the people came there they expected the worst they didn't expect me to, to get out and i couldn't get out by myself so they actually four people pulled me out wow and so it didn't take that for me to know that there was god but god will also test us as well absolutely test our faith absolutely and so i, I had that uh, faith moment and uh i tell everyone i i was uh, at a speaking engagement one time yes. Mr. richardson and uh, at bowling, joint base bowling, library. Mm -hmm. And the young man, he asked me, he said, uh, uh, how can you prove that God exists? I, I love his question 
<laughs> and I said, well, I said, well, let me ask you a question. I said, uh, if you were to get in the swimming pool, how long can you hold your? He said, what does that got to do with my question? I said, well, what I'm saying is, uh, how long can you hold your breath in the pool? Mm -hmm. Maybe a minute, a minute and a half. I said, well, let me tell you something. I said, God is the air that you breathe. So if you can't go a day, a week, a month, two months without breathing, then you know God exists because God created the air that you're breathing. And God is the air that you breathe. He walked out. <laughs> it, we're, cha we're challenged often about proving that he exists. Um, exactly. Yeah. You know, we, we shared earlier in the, in the conversation. Uh -huh. uh, one of the greatest reminders that sticks with me is always September 11, 2001. Absolutely. I remember that. I was in the Pentagon when yes. the aircraft struck the building. Okay. And so I've shared, I've, I've just recently shared about my experiences there. Yeah. And that, even though I, I spent 29 years in the uniform in totality, sure. been in wars before and, and okay. since, but that was the, the moment I came face to face with my own mortality. Oh, for sure. A seminal and, moment. And for that reason and reason alone, I know without a shadow of a doubt, God is real. Absolutely. It's unfortunate of the many lives that were lost because of that. And I take, I, I'm, not, I'm not relishing in that sometimes. And you know, like oh, I, yeah. being, being a member of the military, we have those moments. How oh. come them and not me? Exactly. Because you, know? yeah. you know, we had a guard member in the Army Guard. He lost his wife there. They had three daughters. Yes. yes. Army Guard. Uh, yeah. Yes. I've lost some friends uh, mm -hmm. and the, uh, uh, in, in the building as yeah. well as in that aircraft, you know, yeah. that crashed into the Pentagon. Yeah. So I, under, I understood it then, and it's even more ever before me, Yes, that if I want to prove God is real, I'll give some examples. Oh, for sure. But, but 9-11 put me in that place to help me to understand, going back to talking about walking in the ways of God, I now really understand the will of God Yes, so that I can help share with others to understand, just as I mentioned, to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. Oh, because like you like the swimming pool analogy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and hold that breath. God, yes, God is the air. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, amen on that. So let's talk a bit about books now. We mentioned books earlier. Let's talk about your books. Yes, sir. Share that with, with the uh, viewers and the listeners. Well, I, I've written a book, and I put, matter of fact, when, when COVID first came out, uh, was, was and I spent time with some notes that I had, and the first book I published uh -huh. was a book entitled, So You Want the Title, Yes. Why Is Everyone So Hung Up on Me? Uh -huh. And it really deals with uh, those individuals who aspire in any uh -huh. aspect of life, aspiring sure. for titles without understanding the weight and the responsibility of titles. Sure. And and we only deal with four four uh, uh five different chapters. It's a small read, and we talk about entitlement, spirit of the Long Ranger, true okay. servanthood, uh -huh. um, um, great wonders, addiction. Yes. Titles define the work or the office, and so that's what we deal with. Then about this time, uh, Veterans Day last year, 
uh-huh. a mutual friend of yours and mine, uh-huh. uh, sought some individuals to, to become uh, uh, contributors sure. to a book entitled Boots and Beyond. Boots and Beyond. And it says stories of trials, tragedies, triumphs, and transition. Okay. And there were 14 of us, many uh, of us were veterans and some who are still currently serving. Okay. We shared stories of our, our, our lives, uh, mm-hmm. just small snippets of stories of our lives and some of the challenges that God has allowed us to come through in the, in the time of our, our serving in the military. Uh-huh. And so I was I was thankful and grateful to be a contributor and mine dealt with plan and purpose. Sometimes you have a plan, but you find yeah. out that God has a purpose. purpose. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when we sit around and we wonder, how come this didn't work out? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> God exactly. is knocking on your door life saying, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. And there were times I've always questioned first, you know, in my early years, unknowingly, I joined the military for another reason, and that was my plan. Uh-huh. Long story short, God had a purpose. Absolutely. <laughs> I, sure I, I came face to face with it. So oh, yeah. it. absolutely. Okay, well, thanks for sharing that. And again, yes, so you want the title and roots and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. We want people to uh, look at these books. And uh, when I uh, put this out a little bit later, I'll make sure I put the links to them mm-hmm. as well. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations on both books. Thank you, sir. Make sure that people know where they can, can get it. Yes. So our time is coming to a close, Bishop mm-hmm. Richardson. And I'm telling you, I had just a great time. And I want uh, people who are viewing and listening to this mm-hmm. to really think about all the powerful things that you said. So if you would share how people can contact you, uh, okay. any closing comments, and we'd love to hear what you have to say. First, again, uh, as you were saying, if you'd like to to reach out or information about the books, you can reach me at K-R-R-I-C-H, the number 60 at gmail.com. K-R-R-I-C-H, 60 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you and um, connect you to uh, uh, the books and uh, just even share with you even more about again, the topic that we're talking about, walking by faith and not by sight. Right, yes. Well, I tell you, make sure you put both R's in there. Don't do like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, they told me, it's a sign. You're blind in one eye. You can't see out the other. <laughs> I've heard that before. I had my moment with Bishop Richardson, and I don't want you to make that mistake. K-R-R. What is 60? I, yeah, K R R I C H H six zero at gmail.com. Don't get it wrong, people, okay? Yeah, make sure two R's. Two R's in there. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And I really just, I know it came to my spirit to say, who do I want to speak about something that's greater than ourselves? Yes, sir. And that being God. And I could not think of anyone better. And there is no one better than Bishop Kevin R. Richardson, who delivered today a walk by faith and not by sight. We really want you. I know Bishop Richardson wants you. I want you to really think about this year. We're in the infancy of this year, 2022, and we still have a few months left in this year. But we want you to start out with a great foundation. And there's no better foundation than walking with God and doing the will of God. And, and uh, 
Bishop Richardson, he shared that and what, what that entails with all of us today. Again, he's the founding pastor of Hope Fellowship Church uh, in Suitland, Maryland. And uh, he is doing some great things. He put, imparted this wisdom to us today. And uh, don't forget it. Listen to this episode many, many times. It's going to be episode 187 on Apple Podcasts. Go out, rate, and review this particular episode with Bishop Kevin Richardson, and you thank yourself for it later. And God bless you. Uh, Bishop Richardson, thank you so much, my friend. And I look forward to bringing you on again sometimes in the future. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. And I, I thank you for uh, thinking of me to be able to share with the, the, the audience tonight. And I pray and hope that we have said and shared something that will bring hope yes. in these hopeless times. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We want that hope to stay in there because that, that's our lifeline. Absolutely. Yes. So thanks, everyone. Again, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Band. This was a great episode. Uh, we'll see you on the next next uh, episode coming up in the live stream that's coming up. And of course, I'll be posting on that. But in the meantime, remember, go to episode 187 on Apple Podcasts, rate and review the episode with Bishop Kevin Richardson. Thank you all so much. And I'll see you on the next episode and have a great evening, everyone. Thank you so much, Bishop, Bishop Richardson. Thank and you. Again. God bless you and your family. Amen. All right. Have a great evening, everyone. See you very soon. Thanks and for listening bye. to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.